Everybody, and welcome to another episode of HP Critical, a podcast where my friends and I talk all things gaming. I'm your host, Jarrell, and I am joined by Kelly. Hi. Brandon. Yo. And Gabe. <laughs> Gabe, you can say hi. <laughs> like, <laughs> advantage of the fact that this is for a video. Yes. I'm camera shy. So for anyone um, who is not, who's just listening, we are actually beginning to do our podcast as video cast, so you can check them out on our HP Critical YouTube page. Uh, they will be up after the uh, audio version because, you know, I'm one person and I have lots of things to do. But it's really exciting to announce that we are also going to be live, um, not live, but on camera. So you can actually watch us talk a bunch of shit about video games as well as listen to us as well. Um, so uh, super exciting, super exciting. I love seeing all your beautiful faces. Honestly, I like are, are just like adorable. Anywho, so let's jump right into it. Uh, what have you guys been playing lately? Brandon. Phasmophobia. Oh, well. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, go I'll ahead. go first. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I didn't know you were going to call names. Mm. We never really do that. I wasn't. It's just because I was looking at Brandon. <laughs> Please. Okay. Um, Phasmophobia, obviously. I'm still obsessed. But I've been playing this, um, the new Modern Warfare update for Warzone, and it's at Zombie Royale, and you die and you become a zombie, and it's really great. But yeah, Phasmophobia, it's my just my main game right now. I love it. I'm really excited to eventually play um, Call of Duty. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna we gotta set download that up. it right after after this podcast is over. Okay. Yes. Okay. Right after. <laughs> I'm ready. Right there. Um. And what have you guys been playing? Me. Uh. Not too much this uh, week. It's been actually a pretty busy week, so I've played when I could. But honestly, I've been playing more Legacy of the Duelist, just trying to get through the story mode. Uh, Persona 5 Royal, still trying to finish that up. And also Pikmin 1, I'm trying to finish that up before 3 comes out. I don't think, I'm, at this point, I don't think I'm going to be able to finish 2, but that's okay. As long as I get through the first one, that's a-okay. And that's pretty much it. Oh, I'm sorry, there was one more thing. I got the Mario Kart Live. I got the Luigi Kart right here, as you can see. Yes. So I just, I just been kind of like playing around with that, just like driving around my house. At some point, I'm going to do like um, a stream for HB Critical, where I just do like a <laughs> Grand Prix slash house tour, I guess. <laughs> so that that should be a lot of fun. Whenever I get the chance to do that, I will. I'm super excited for that. I told you guys before we started yesterday, I was having a really bad day, so I bought, I bought one as well, the Mario one, but it's wrapped up for Christmas for myself. Yes. Oh, is that when we were all ignoring you? On yeah, when everyone was ignoring me in Slack. I was like, I was having the worst day. Everyone was ignoring me, and I just went and bought it because, you know, bad times. Uh, Gabe, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing Animal Crossing, trying to get my island ready for Christmas. Um, Dark Souls, because I like to torment myself. I like to torment myself. Um, Brandon's laughing because we actually just finished doing um, Does It Hold Up episode where we played two of um, the NES's hardest games, uh, Ninja, Ga- Ninja Gaiden. I was enjoying Kelly's expression as you say that you're doing Christmas. Christmas! <laughs> it's October! Look, the type of man to I don't really get the Nightmare Before Christmas. There's, there's a lot of reasons why I skip over October and I won't go into it because it'll take up the entire time. Um, I don't. But but uh Animal Crossing, Dark Souls, uh Super Smash Brothers, and 
Oh, oh, we got an end. He can't just. He can't just let it happen. Very it has to soon, be cool. I'm gonna start. Oh, this. I know what this is. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I approve. I approve. Yes. <laughs> um, this is a Final Fantasy VII the remake. I it was very generously gifted to me, it so was. I can shut my mouth up and stop talking shit about Final Fantasy. It was. Um, who knows? You might see a a first time Final Fantasy series on HP Critical later, where I play. As this hot hunk named Cloud. Cloud Strife is muy sexy. I will not lie. Um, not a sexy spirit, but or Tifa, whatever. Anyway, is that all you've been playing? <laughs> yeah, surprisingly, compared to last week's list, it's a lot shorter. Uh, the only thing I've been playing is Breath of the Wild, actually. So we're we're doing a trade because all I've been playing is Breath of the Wild. Um, also, I it, for anyone who's watching this, I keep looking over because I my dog is going crazy, so I apologize. Um, anywho, now that we have talked about everything that you guys have been playing, let's dive right into news for the week. So the first thing that I personally want to talk about is that Nintendo has patched out Microsoft's Steve's unintentional not safe for work victory pose. And this is coming from IGN uh, for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Did you guys see that? His oh, meat yeah. stick? That was, that was, that was you know. All over Twitter and YouTube. Like, I you thought it was funny. I couldn't not see it, honestly. His, his meat stick was uh, placed in a uh, great position, and <laughs> now, let, me just, let, me, let me just say, let me just say real quick, because they did patch that to the fact where the meat just disappears now. But yeah. honestly, the patch makes sense because if you're eating, the, if you're if he's eating the meat, why would it still be there in the first place? Like, it's not even the fact that it was in a weird position that it made it look like they were holding their meat. It's just the fact that they <laughs> oh ate the meat. God, and it was just there. Like, like it was a cartoon. Like, it was like some kind of cartoon where they're just eating, but the, but the meat cartoon, the cartoon meat doesn't change at all, even though they're clearly eating. It's like, well, how did this even happen? I'm just looking at Kelly's face the entire time as we talk about politics. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh, I can't help it. My face will be very distracting. No, I love I it. Just, I, I, love it. I always have facial expressions. I, I can't help it. it. Speaking of actually updates, Gabe, you joined uh, Final Fantasy VII at a great time. If I'm not mistaken, there is a patch coming out, like, either today or recently, um, which is really strange because the game's been out for a while, but I do believe that there's a patch coming out for it, so you're going to start at the perfect time. Uh, so speaking... That's something about the game. Needs a patch this late. Honestly, I'm not going to do this with you. I'm, I'm just going to move I'm on kidding. to the next news piece because clearly you I'm want kidding. to fuck with me right now. Uh, so the other thing that happened was we finally got to see Tom Holland as Nathan Drake in uh, Uncharted. Finally, man. Mm-hmm. That took a minute. Wow. That was a man. Like, it seems That's like a man so in that picture. Like, he's really young. Thank you. Thank you for saying it. Thank you. Like, he, but he looks too young, like to Nathan, Nathan Drake. Drake. Yeah, like in his mid thirties, mm-hmm. right? I completely I, agree. I, I think he lo- he looks good. I mean, damn, but he still is a fairly young. And he, the thing is that he was just playing Spider Man as a high schooler, exactly. Oh and God, now he's like it. randomly playing an older role. It just feels weird. Not saying I won't watch it. I'm just saying that it feels weird. It's yeah. not like. Unless they're going to continue it, it to his life, I don't know. Well. Hmm? Because it's an Uncharted isn't it also like a Sony movie as oh, well? Oh, yeah. they don't want to pay anybody else. <laughs> That's <laughs> clearly why they had to cast him. They're like, they you're under contract, contract, we got you for another role. Yes, so. yes. Uh, yeah, he's right there, just like, 
Whatever. Just use him for everything. I'm so yeah. happy that you said that, honestly. Just have Tom Holland be for all the Sony exclusives during the movie. Not that Spider-Man is, but I mean, people associate him now with Sony because of the Spider-Man games, I guess. But this is exactly why I have a problem. Because mm. I think that Tom Holland is casted, like, overcasted. Like, I see this guy all the time. And I think he looks really great as Nathan Drake, don't get me wrong. I was like, damn, like, I can actually see him playing Nathan Drake. But then I also was yeah. like, Nathan Drake never was that young in any of the games that I played. And I appreciated Ever. him being, you know, an older character to play because, you know, I'm older. So, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know where they're going with this. I think Tom Holland is wonderful, but I also think that he plays the same character a lot of the times. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, it'll be interesting to see if his Nathan Drake is just his Peter Parker, um, or if it's like you know a more serious role, or like obviously, obviously the Uncharted series is funny, um, and it has its moments, so I'm sure he'll he'll play into that. But I just see him as Spider Man cosplaying Nathan Drake right now, <laughs> like and and everyone's I would, like, oh, I see it, and I'm just like, mm, I gotta see. I, I gotta just see I just really want to see a trailer. Now that we have this yeah. picture, the next thing I want is an actual trailer because, of course. A picture can do a lot of things, but a trailer does, like, completely different things for, like, perceptions of, like, how a movie will be good or bad. Yeah, exactly. Gabe, did you want to say something about him, aside from the fact that he's hot? I mean, (laughs) um, no, but what you said about him being casted for everything, I think that's just, like, a general, like, movie thing. Like, once a star takes off, you're going to see them a lot more often. And um, also, I don't, this is from my memory, and my memory is shit, but I do think they said that this Uncharted movie wasn't necessarily going to take place at the same time as the Uncharted games. I think they said it was like a, a telling of Nathan J- uh, Nathan Drake's younger days. Don't that's what I mean. I could be wrong, but what did he do when he was excited. younger? Cosplay as Tom Holland? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, wait, what are you? <laughs> like, what did Nathan Drake do when he was younger? I mean, we did, like, you did play as him when he was younger, when he first met um Grandpa Dude, whose name I can't remember because I haven't played Sully. games in forever. Okay, whatever. Anyway, so I'm moving on. The next thing that we I saw, actually, was that Sony has confirmed that Disney Plus, Netflix, and Twitch will all be on the PS5 at launch. So with that information, I wanted to ask you guys, with last generation, or rather still the current generation before next gen, Xbox made a very big point of making the Xbox... What's this one called again? Series X. No, the, the current generation. Wait, the one, the one. Thank oh. you. <laughs> the I Xbox One. Remember this? I, I, I don't know. Uh, it's so hard. Xbox made a really big deal about making the Xbox One a full home entertainment system, even with you know TV pass through, which is at this point the only thing I use my my Xbox for. Anyone who is my friend will literally just see it with me watching TV. So, uh, do you guys think that? the next gen should really focus on being an entertainment hub or should they uh, focus on more games or how do you feel about having, you know, Disney plus Netflix and Twitch on launch? Like, is that a comfort for you? Are you excited? Are you just like, eh, I expected it. How, how do you guys feel about that? Yeah, I'm definitely on the, eh, I expected it. Like, it's very cool that it has all these like streaming platforms at launch, but I do want to make a point that like it with Xbox in particularly mm-hmm. that, they made a big deal about all the streaming services yeah. at launch. Now with this, 
they do have a lot of launch services, like both Sony and Microsoft are going to have all these like launch services right off the way. But neither of them are like making a huge deal about it. Like I think that the this point they both realize that you know people are going to be buying these consoles for the games themselves, not necessarily streaming devices. At this point, it's just like expected. So they're not really hyping it up because it shouldn't be hyped up, really. There are some consumers, for sure, that are going to be really happy about that. Like, honestly, I was pretty shocked to even see a Disney Plus button on the remote. Like, it's in there. Disney yeah. Plus has only been out for like a, Disney Plus has been out a year. Yeah. And they already got, and the new next-gen console got a dedicated button for that for thing. For Disney Plus, yeah. I mean, the remote is yeah. really sleek looking, and I think it's a it really is. safe bet with the, you know, amount of subscribers to Disney Plus, uh, especially with, you know, COVID and games not coming out. I mean, games, movies not coming out as they should. But also, it's funny that you say it's kind of expected because uh, Switch still doesn't have yeah, that's uh, Switch. Twitch. That's Nintendo. Or they're, they're behind. <laughs> yeah, so like you say that it's expected, but then you know people complain that we finally okay. got YouTube on Switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me let me rephrase that because you're absolutely right. Let me. It's expected for like uh, Sony and Microsoft because yeah. they've they've really been in this this whole uh, entertainment space for a while. Nintendo has, for better or for worse, really focused on the games and really been very slow at getting any anything else besides that. You know, it's, it's so funny. That, the only person I ever see using their Switch for YouTube is you, Brandon. Is it true? <laughs> like, you're literally <laughs> the it's only the, because person. Because in the living room, it's just easier. Like, okay. all my consoles, like, my PS4 is in my room. So if I'm in my room, I'll use my PS4. But if I'm in the living room, I'll use the Switch. I, I, I just used my TV, or I, like, smartcast to the TV from, like, the iPad or something. But I, like... <laughs> It just doesn't make sense to me. Like in my in my opinion, the Switch is not an entertainment hub, so I don't use YouTube on there because it's like the best you can get is what um seven twenty p handheld, right? For handheld, yeah. I never watch YouTube videos handheld though. It's like and then the best you can get is ten eighty p on TV. When I want to watch a four K video, like UHD HDR, I can't get that from my Switch. Um, sorry. Uh, how do you guys feel about uh, next gen and having all the entertainment stuff and not focusing on it? I mean, I think the remote is kind of silly just because I pretty much use whatever that whatever system I'm using for a game, I'll just switch over and watch TV on it. So I don't I guess if you're only using the thing for um, TV, which my Xbox is pretty much only TV now anyways, but Same. I still have the option just get on a game or get on the, the apps. I don't know why we need something different for that whenever the apps work pretty well, I thought. To me, the remote, I think, is not even for, like, the the average person is going to be, especially at launch, the average person is going to be buying a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series SX for um, literally the games, right? Mm-hmm. And the entertainment is, like, separate. But for, honestly, the remote is, like, for, like, let's say, like, um, I don't know, a kid buys themselves a PlayStation 5 at some point after launch, and then they, that becomes kind of like their Blu-ray slash, I guess, Amazon Fire Stick for all their streaming stuff, and then their dad or mom that doesn't play games just wants to watch, I don't know, Disney Plus or Netflix or whatever. They have their remote to access to them because, I mean, it's not, it's becoming a lot less common now. Like, the need for a universal media remote for a console is becoming less and less necessary because more people are starting to kind of figure out how, how, uh, the controllers work to access the, uh, streaming services. But there's those stragglers out there and at least the remote looks nice for those few that don't, that, that need it. Personally, I want a remote because 
Um, a lot of times I don't like to actually, it's probably faster using your, your controller. It's way yeah. faster. It's way I faster. Would, <laughs> it's way faster. I would never True. use that, that thing personally. Unless I guess That's, you can press just Disney plus or whatever on the remote. That would make yeah. sense. But like, all you do is like click three times and you have it. I don't mm-hmm. see why I would, well, whatever. If the remote was cheap, I guess I would probably do it. Have they announced the price? I didn't see yeah, it. Yeah. I think it was I mean, so I'll check right now, actually. Because, I mean, that's pretty cheap. Oh, you can get it for $30 at Target right now, which is not bad. Well, then that's fine. Okay. I just... I retract. I want to be able to, like, if I want to use my PS5 as a central hub and, like, you know, the kids are here and they want to watch, you know, Disney+, Plus, I don't want to give them my beautiful white controller (laughs) at all because, ill children's hands are disgusting. Uh, In which case, I'd be like, here's the remote. Watch what you will. Gabe, before I move on, did you want to add to that? Yeah, I have two things. Um, the remote does look silly. It kind of looks like a like an Apple mouse. I think it looks so good. Yeah, it Apple looks like mouse. an Apple mouse to me. That's, yeah. that's what it looks like to I me. Mean, it's definitely sleek. I yeah, it's sleek, respect, but... Um, and then I think the other thing, uh, Drew, you said it earlier, was how um, the Switch didn't have... Apps? Um, it, it, yeah, it didn't have streaming apps. Yeah. And I think, like, for... For the basic Nintendo fan, we were expecting, you know, just a gaming console. But the thing is, like, I dropped something. Um, but, like, <laughs> but like, there was an actual outrage of there not being any streaming apps on the Switch. So I think, you know, I, I think the controller is kind of bringing in light. Like, hey, like, this is what we're going to have. You don't have to worry about not being able to stream anything. So I think it's just nice to know that they have it, honestly. Yeah, because I, I, like I it's a nice confirmation. For a while, I I would watch Twitch exclusively on my PS4, so it's nice to know that I can just tune in. Yeah. Um, to to Kelly's stream tomorrow, Friday the twenty third at what time? Uh, I hope I get out at one thirty tomorrow, but at I don't know. Sometime tomorrow, which we'll check out our <laughs> Twitter, it will be on there, as well as yeah. Brandon and Marissa streaming tomorrow at three three p.m. Eastern. Um, uh, what are you guys streaming? We're taking oh, wow. Sonic Adventure 2 and going to Pumpkin Hill because we freaking love that level and it's Halloween. It's spooky. And then Kelly's finally starting Outlast and it's going to be really cool because she has some cool cosplay plans. Yeah, I think we're going to start with Outlast, but I'll probably switch to Phasmophobia just because I'll be scared. And I need like to play with other people and not be scared. So speaking of Phasmophobia, uh, there was an IGN article that said Phasmophobia developers are working on a fix for hackers who have been spawning in even more jump scares. Callie, yes. seeing as you're my Phasmophobia expert, have you seen or witnessed any of the uh, things that people have been trying to hack into the game? And how do you feel about this? So there are lobbies, and whenever you're searching through, which I normally create private games because I play with like a certain group of people, and I usually just don't want to go into random lobbies because people can be douchebags. Mm-hmm. So um, whenever I was, whenever you scroll through the lobbies, you see some of them have been modded because it's only four, only four people, but some of them like they'll have it listed as 100 person lobby, what? and you'll see like yeah, you'll see like it's like 100 out of four. And from the pictures from this IGN article, I mean, they have, like, over a hundred ghosts chilling there. But that's in the main lobby of the game. That's not even in the game. That's, like, where you click play. So that's not even part, that's not even, like, in the game. I don't know how the, I don't know how they got the ghosts there. 
I mean, I guess with cheats, but it's just like, it's not even literally in the actual map. That's yeah. just like in the area where you are before you even play the game at all. It's been, it's been crazy. Like the, it, it, It's like when people cheated on Fall Guys, I was like, why do you cheat? on fall guys like it's not like the point is to have fun like why are you hacking into phasmophobia it's already scary enough as it is okay don't like add more jump scares i think that you know the anticipation of that jump scare is a part of the game and then you know having so many kind of uh deters from deters from that fact but that's yeah i mean it's it's a pc game so you got to expect like some of this like, people will just get into the code and, like, change what they want. I mean, people have been doing it forever. I think it honestly kind of makes it fun, because you can't do that on any other platform. Like, you oh, can't do so that, you're okay with you know? PC hacking. Well, Actually, those games that Gabe plays, you can do hacks for on PS4 and Xbox One. Really? Yeah. One game. Um, the Bethesda games, I think it was. Uh, Skyrim oh, yeah. added mods that's why. for PS4. And oh, you can use mods, but that's not hacking. Oh, yeah, well, people hacked Fall Guys on PS4. Those were cheats. Oh. Yeah, but it's a oh lot. Oh my god, I don't know what's going on anymore. It's easier to, to hack a PC <laughs> game than it is a console game. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you just have the file right there. You just you can yeah. like, just get into it. I'm learning um, so much. A hack is not a cheat. A cheat would be, like, to win, but I guess you could call a hack a cheat, but I wouldn't consider them the same thing. The cheat would be, like, to win. I don't think that this would really be a cheat for Mm -hmm. this phasmophobia thing, just because it doesn't really make sense. Like, you're not going to win with 100 ghosts. It's just going to (laughs) be more scary. It's like a hack into the game, which I guess you could call it a mod. But, I don't know, I usually use mods that are, like, from the community um, on Steam. So I don't really download like like black market mods. They're gonna just not do that. <laughs> <laughs> but where's the fun? You gotta figure out if it's gonna crash your PC or not. This oh, I have mods on Arc, but I don't use mods or anything else. <laughs> so uh, it's not for cheating. It's just for like you know being better at the game. I'm joking. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um. So before I uh, move on to con- our console caster segment, there are a few more uh, current gen things that I want to bring up. So the first one was, I think it's here, my um, PS4 Black Lives Matter theme. So uh, PlayStation released a free PS4 theme for Black Lives Matter, and uh, unfortunately that got a bunch of vitriol and nonsense over it. Like There were literally people who were like, oh yeah, I'm going to cancel my PS5 pre-order because of the Black Lives Matter theme, and I was like, please cancel that shit immediately. <laughs> like, give people the chance to, uh, 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 non-racist people the chance to be able to grab a console. <laughs> yeah, Damn like, right. if you're racist, drop your pre-order right now so that my, right now, my right friends now. can, you know, get hey, a I fucking Let me know what PS5. store it was, too, so I can, <laughs> I can go to that yeah, store's so aid like, and get my pre-order. Because, like, me it. and Gabe, we're still suffering over here, so, like, let us get them but uh, the reason I brought it up is because I think it, it all it comes back to the conversation of gamers just being super toxic. Uh, and I, I, I want to ask you guys, like, why do you think if we're going into a new generation? It's a free it's a free PS4 theme that you don't have to download if you don't want to. Like, that's the big point. And all all of these um, all of these companies have expressed their their um support for Black Lives Matter. 
Like, Nintendo's done it, Xbox has done it, PlayStation has done it. Why do you guys think that gamers are so toxic? I know uh, it's a, is that a, just, it's just a ge- that's just a general. It's a question. general why question. Are gamers toxic? Like, why did this happen? Like, I know you probably oh. can't answer it, but like, and in, in a short form, short form, like, why do you think like for gaming it's so bad as opposed to other media? It, I think it because it well, plays along with kind of like every time political issues are brought into other things, like. As soon as LeBron James said, like, like it, 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 I know the stretch is very far, but, like, as soon as LeBron James said something about, you know, just basic human rights and basic social justices, someone decided to be, hey, shut up and dribble. Yeah. So I think I think it's something similar. It's, it's like, oh, I'm playing my video game. I don't want to I don't want to know about, you know, political issues going on in the world. Just say you're racist and shut up. Like, but there's so because there's so many games that are I'm um, sorry to cut you off, but there's so many games that are political anyway. It, like gaming that, the is, is a political so space. People are so small minded that they can't figure that out. Like they won't like they'll just play a game like, oh yeah, this game was fun, but they won't take the time to like, oh, this you know, the 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 idea of the game seems pretty realistic. And it's just and again, it's just people with big heads trying to get their voices heard because they don't like something because they weren't loved as a child. <laughs> Ellie and her girlfriend have sex. Oh, that might be a spoiler. Yeah! Wow! Good job, bro. Good job. <laughs> oh my yeah, God! I'm sorry. Really I mean, it's like it's really early. I just I wasn't it's thinking really about it. Early. I'm sorry. Okay, whatever. Well, I said it. Oh, so oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I won't spoil anything else. But like you know, The Last of Us Two is probably one of the most played games of all time at this point. Like it's, it's super popular. Yeah. Ellie has sex with her girlfriend. Like in that game, that is a that is a a clear political statement, whether it's intended or not. That that we think that at Naughty Dog we think that this is normal. We think that this is okay. This is how people live. So it's put in our video game. And there's even you know a scene where people are like, I'm not going to spoil anything else, but there are scenes where people don't agree with that, and and that's a part of what? the game's. Is that a spoiler? No, no, no. What I'm thinking though is like. People don't even want to see that if it's the end of the world. Exactly. Like, exactly. The world is ending mm-hmm. and someone's just trying to get some. Mm-hmm. How is that like, <laughs> isn't that like the epitome of like what would happen? Yes. Everybody would be exactly. like, you know what, fucking zombies? Exactly. I don't care. Let's, whatever. Like, exactly. I mean, really though, wouldn't that be the most realistic thing? But people are like, really? that's unrealistic. Like. I think it's very realistic. Exactly. You know, <laughs> in our spoiler cast that I have with Brandon and our, and our uh, special guest and friend Wesley, one of the things that I mentioned that I didn't like about the game was, like, one of the characters is just like, oh my god, gay people. And I'm like, bruh, there's literal zombies outside. Like, I'm sure there are more things to worry about than Ellie <laughs> kissing this girl. Like, you can walk outside and get eaten, like, mauled and murdered. And the last thing you should be worried about is her kissing some other girl, bro. Like, Get over it. There's much more to be done here. Like, uh, did anybody else want to hop on this but, before I move on? Really quick, but I think I think that's Naughty Dog's way of like showing you, like, no matter what's going on in the world, like Kelly said, like no matter what's going on in the world, there's gonna be those douchebags, like, and I I think it's a hive mentality thing. But I'm gonna shut up now before I keep going for another hour. No, but it's true. Like, honestly, I don't know how some things are considered inherently political, like. Playing as a woman in a video game, like keep politics out of games. Like, women exist. Hello, like how is that political? Putting a woman, a woman as the lead in a game. I don't like. I don't like how everyone says like, oh, that's 
Like, why does it have to be inherently political? Or if there's a gay character, how is that a political stance? Just a character in a fake world doing something that's not real. I, I, I don't know. People think it's, it's political. I just don't understand how just living your life somehow is political. I'll piggyback off that real quick just to say this. Anytime, especially in video games, this happens a lot in video games especially, but it ha- it's, it's inherited in all media. Anytime something happens that is not, you know, hasn't really happened a lot of video games, whether it's a female character, a gay character, a person of color is your main character, whatever, people call it, are so quick to use the word political just because it's something that they're not used to and they don't actually view it for what it is. And like, and the, and the problem is a lot of people say, oh, but it breaks my immersion. It's the, it's, it's destroying my escapism. I don't want to think about these things. But like, it's like Kelly said, it's like everything that you see in these games, like everything I just said exists in the world and games as they evolve, as they try to reflect real life more, um, you know, try to reflect that. Like a lot of people are, don't feel like represented in this world and games are attempting to do that. And it's not, not even the fact that they, it's not even like necessarily that they have to even, because another thing that people will often say is like if a gay character appears in a game, um, someone will be like, well, where's the justification for this? Like, does it need to have justification? Yeah. Gay people exist. Like, you don't need to justify know, that. They, they might be fairy tales. I'm not so sure. I don't know. I've never seen one in real life. <laughs> right? Oh, I see. <laughs> I yeah, know, like, and honestly, honestly, and we've been playing as straight male white Forever! <laughs> and that's exactly Forever. what I'm saying. As soon so. as anything differs, anything deviates from that, that, that sacred text. It just you know becomes- what's more realistic than a gay character? Sonic the Hedgehog. Clearly! <laughs> <laughs> Blue Literally. hedgehog getting rings. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. I went. I went off. I'm getting hot now. That's crazy. Yeah. Actually, when so when we start console casters, I do want to bring up when we start talking about our launch lineup for next gen. I actually want to see how many of those games have non-white male characters to play as. I think that'll be interesting to look at. But speaking on kind of on the same topic. With uh, player issues, Sony uh, had revealed recently that the 8.0 update for the PS4 would uh, allow people to record conversations so that they could be um, used to to um, send in as uh, issues for for uh, safety concerns or like anyone who'd been griefing them. And this became a huge topic recently and everyone was like, oh my god, Sony can't record us. And then they came out again and they said that um, it, that PlayStation is not going to be constantly listening to you like every day, all the time, but you would be able to, I believe it was uh, 20 seconds of the clip. Let's see. Uh, players can submit 40 seconds of a chat conversation, primarily focused around a 20 second clip for moderated, for moderation reasons. So that, um, and it says also players will only ever have access to the last five minutes of chat. And once submitted, Sony's consumer experience team will analyze the chat for possible action. So, uh, basically, if you're in a chat with someone on PS4, and this is also, I believe, rolling out to PS5, if you're on a chat with some asshole who probably had a problem with the Black Lives Matter theme, they'll probably have a problem with me. And you ha- you talk to them and they have an issue, so you're able to record that conversation and send it in for moderation. I think, personally, having been heckled in my life multiple times, that this is great. Uh, like, and, and I know that people are concerned that, you know, oh, Sony's listening to us. I had my connect 
plugged in all the time. And I was like, I know Microsoft has taken all my information at this point. Facebook <laughs> has all my information. My iPhone has all my information. Like, my information is out there. Not to say that I'm not concerned about that, because it sounds really bad when I put it that way. But the last thing I care about is PlayStation listening to a party conversation that I have. Because... In certain situations, those conversations can become, you know, a a thing that needs to be taken action against. So I think this is better than just, you know, having no proof at all. Uh, But what do you guys think about this? Um, I mean, I've been uh, probably talked, I've I've been harassed, I'd say, in online chats before. But I don't, I don't really know, like, I, I guess if someone was threatening me, I could see how it would be helpful. And maybe you want to, like, report them for something, like, by recording it. But I don't really understand, like, like what are they really doing to me? Like, if someone wants to call me names or say I'm a woman or something, like, okay, like, wah, wah, get over it. I'll just, I mean, I throw insults horribly back to people. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, and pretty horrible stuff. I won't repeat it. Uh, But, so, like, I just, I wonder, like, what really would, where would the line be drawn between, like, you suck or your mom or that and then like actual threats of violence yeah or i mean obviously racial slurs or other like derogatory slurs like clearly that's probably where the line is drawn but i feel like i don't know i mean i just don't know like they're not they're not able to like threaten you they're not gonna come to your house and hurt you it would be nice to report them for hate speech but i just don't know like I don't know. I guess people should just watch what they say. I mean, I would never say anything like that, so they can just not, you know? I mean, say motherfucker, whatever, you know? (laughs) Yeah. That's a good one for anyone. (laughs) You're right. It works always. (laughs) You know, there are plenty of things you could say that aren't, like, particularly offensive to someone, so I guess just, you know, get creative with those um, (laughs) comments now to avoid getting uh, reported. (laughs) Yeah, I I think there's a line, obviously, and I think trash talk is fine. Which is why, yeah. you know, if someone's giving you trash talk and, you know, it's admitted and it's not actionable, you move on, right? Uh, but I do think when it comes to, you know, like derogatory terms or racial slurs or something, I do want to be able to, be, especially with a game like Overwatch where you report someone and nothing happens. I think oh, yeah. being able to report that person and be like, hey, here's 15 seconds of them calling me racial slurs and homophobic slurs, like constantly something that I should not have to deal with on my game. Oh, yeah. That being actionable with proof, I think, is much better than... Because, uh, you know, if I'm like, hey, this person said this, this, and that, and I'm not streaming and I'm not recording it and I can't back it up, and, like, PlayStation is like, well, we have no evidence, there's nothing we can do, and then that person starts to heckle me again, then they start messaging me, they start messaging my friends, it becomes harassment to a point, and there's nothing I can do about it, I think at least now I'm like, hey, bitches, here's the shit they've been saying to me, like... I have it here. This is this is a serious business. Like I have proof now. This is actionable at this point. Like what are you going to do now? Like going forward. And I think not only for us, but I also think for Sony, uh, uh for PlayStation, it puts them in a position where they're kind of forced to do something, you know? And I think that's why I like this a lot because before 
without proof i can say over and over again that this is happening and if they don't do anything there's nothing i can do but now that i have the proof as well you know i can take that to my social media i can move this up the ladder i can go past just um handling this person on my own because i literally have proof of what they've been doing to me and that's why i'm like this is great and i understand like i said people that are just like oh um they're not they're gonna be listening all the time they said they're not you know um and that's all i can say for that (laughs) Any anything else on that? Not really. I just I just think it's like Kelly said. For a lot of people, it's going to be quite unnecessary. But for those few that are really do feel like they've had like an awful experience online, I just think it's nice for them to have that option <laughs> to be able to just call it out. I don't think it's gonna be not unnecessary for a lot of people. I don't think so. Yeah, that's probably true. I don't usually talk to people online that I don't personally know. So I'm very I'm very much. I'm very much not, not the demographic of this. I will readily admit that, but yeah, that's uh, for a lot of people. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure that this will be great for them. So I am good on them. Gay. I am black, and all the girls, all the people I play with are usually girls. So our party chat is always just full of like craziness, and every time that there's a random, I swear to you, I will have to use this almost every time. Luckily, I have thick skin, and I'm not worried about it. But wow. you know, there are I have I uh, lots of times I avoid, and so do they. Like we literally will avoid going into chats just because of how toxic it is, and and a lot of times it doesn't even matter what the game is. We literally did a Call of Duty launch party for one of these Call of Duty games. I don't even remember which one it was. It was really cool. We were at GameStop. Everybody was chill. And as soon as we got on at like, you know, 1am, I suck. As soon as we got on, just racial slurs left and right because of my kill count. Like, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, everybody was just so nice in person uh, at GameStop. You yeah, because they randos. won't say it to your face. Exactly. That's, that's really what exactly. it is because I swear, if someone tried to talk to me the way that they do online, I'd be like, are you, you're about to catch these hands. Exactly. Like, I mean, I'm but you can't do anything to them in real life Mm -hmm. if they're like on there it's just like oh keyboard Oh God! <laughs> yes. You guys gotta tell me when my mic is muted because I tried talking like oh, five minutes God, ago. Oh my God! Just don't mute it. And it just—the thing is, I, it was an accident. I, mean, I didn't even know it muted itself. Oh, anyway, I did that on Tetsu. The thing is, the thing is, I was is, like, like, we haven't heard from him. You know, yeah, I was like, I'm looking, I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I want to put some input, and then I look, I'm like, why, why, why are they not listening to me? Oh, <laughs> <my> <laughs> God, <laughs> um, and then I saw, I looked up at the screen, I was like, oh, I'm muted. Um, but no, it was uh, something that Kelly was saying was um like where do you draw the line and then because the thing is like for example like this, this was a while ago um i was playing you know, i was playing call of duty and of call of duty is one of you know the, the worst toxic. places to have your, your 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 mic on or whatever and um yeah <clears throat> some kids use it i i was destroying this kid with a shotgun he's like oh you freaking sucker loser use a shotgun <laughs> and then called me the n-word and i'm like okay first of all you shouldn't be saying that but i'm hispanic so you're wrong anyway he goes all right, you stupid beaner. So I'm like, okay. So, um, so then I proceeded to go ahead and make fun of him because he sounded like a little kid, and like, you know, I made a bunch of your mom jokes because that's like the oh best way to get to a kid <laughs> is you say jokes about your mom. And he started crying. Oh my I'm like, god! I'm like, hold on. So it's okay. Which it it paints me in a bad light, but that was my intention because my thing is, if you're gonna come at me, you better be able to get. Yeah. what you're giving but yeah. 10 times hard because i'm that kind of person um so he started just, crying and i'm like whoa, whoa, whoa 
So you get to insult me repeatedly, but as soon as someone says something to you, it's not okay. He goes, yeah, but I'm not having a good time. You keep shooting me with the shotgun. I was like, dude, then just don't suck. And the next thing I know, (laughs) I'm getting a notification from Call of Duty that there's a report against me. That is the thing, though, about that recording, too. If you insulted him for 20 seconds, he only records what you've said, even if it was a retaliation. True, and that's exactly why you have the opportunity to do the same. So, like, as soon as that person is... Um, but, but also, so not only do you have the opportunity to do the same thing. So like, as soon as that person called Gabe the first name, that's when I'd hit the record button. Right. But then also, um, that person knowing that this is a feature might decide to censor themselves yeah. before they say it. So like, Maybe. Uh, I, I, obviously if they have something to say, they're probably going to say it anyway, but it, it is, it does add, I think a little bit of accountability to people. So that it's not as easy to, well, obviously it's still easy to insult people in whatever way that you want, but hopefully knowing that this is a feature going forward, it might help out with that. But also, you know, one more thing, sorry, one more thing that you said that I will correct is that you um, can be uh, black and Hispanic, just saying. Race no, and, ethnicity I, and the thing different. is, if you look at my family, my father, my father's side of the family, my father included, they're black. And so my one of my close family members, I can't say because I'm not allowed to, is also black. So I don't understand what's going on. Like, why like, you like, like, no, I, like, I'm like, I'm saying, like, I wasn't saying earlier that you can be either or, mm. but like, I was no. just saying, like, my fam, like, my dad is black yeah. and my mother is white, and I yeah. came out like toothpaste. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm I was sorry. Just saying, <laughs> Brandon's <laughs> eyes just went like what? But, um, <laughs> but no, but like that's that's not like. If he can record my insults and use it against me while I record his insults used against me, to me, knowing, not knowing, but seeing how a lot of, like, this stuff, how these big corporations play it out, nothing is going to get done. Because it's going to be like, oh, well, you insulted him, too, so you were also in the wrong. So I feel like for a very long time, it's going to be a back and forth of, like, all right, none of you were in the clear, so we're not going to do anything about it. Yeah, so, but then that's still better. I'm just going to continue getting... to make kids cry. The, yeah, see, well, there you go. It's better than you getting in trouble. You know, kids shouldn't be playing Call of Duty anyways. It's rated M for mature. I, I yeah. stopped so... arguing so long ago because the other day I went to Walmart. Not the other day. It was a couple of months ago before we weren't allowed out of our houses. I went to Walmart and there was a kid who he was down to like maybe my mid thigh and i'm not i'm not that tall of a person i'm only 510 he was up to my mid thigh all right mister you're not that tall when i said it a couple of months ago anyway okay. <laughs> that's my mid thigh and he was like yeah dad this is a good, the game i want he's like oh it's call of duty and i'm like yeah and i'm looking at him and the dad looks at the box he goes what does m mean he goes he goes it's made for us and i'm like what that mean? and the dad and the dad i was i was the same family I was behind him in the checkout line, and the cashier was like, are you sure you want to let your kid play this? It's rated M for mature. And the dad apparently wasn't paying attention. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you got to be shitting me. So I've stopped arguing that kids shouldn't be playing Call of Duty because no matter what you do, there's always going to be that group of kids that manage to get it. it. But, okay, let's say he's insulting you. You record it, and you send it, and you're like, this is a kid. Should he really exactly. be playing Call of Duty? Maybe that would work on your side. Yeah. You know, get these exactly. kids, they're playing, turn them in, mm-hmm. get them kicked out, 
And then we kids on Call of Duty. Yeah. And now not only are they crying because I talked about their mom, but they're also crying because they can't play Call of Duty oh now. My it's God. a win-win-win for me. Oh my I'm God. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can we like have kids servers? Can that just be a thing? Like, what is a server be. for only kids? That'd be great. It's called Nintendo. Seriously though, Honestly, you guys all yeah. have Nintendo. Are extensive. <laughs> no, yeah, I, like I don't even want to. Like, there is no voice chat on Switch, and I was so ready to complain about it, but then I was like, whatever. Like, anyway, so I'm gonna move on a little bit just so we don't get stuck on this really quick. So, um, something that I saw recently was that advertisements were added to NBA 2K21 in the loading screens, um, and you're unable to skip them. Like, Gabe, how you feeling? I see you're you're <laughs> feeling some type of way over there. Every time, every year, 2K comes out, and my, my thing is, every year, it's the same stupid game, there's no reason in buying it. Every year, they do something that makes me not want to buy the game even more. Like, I understand 2K is one of the two, one of the two only, you know, basketball games. The other one being NBA Live, but NBA Live just sucks. I don't know what happened in that game, it's just actually horrible. But then... First of all, you were the one of the first games to announce yourself being uh excuse me, the price hiking up for next gen. Um yeah, if you didn't know for next gen you were playing you were paying seventy dollars for the game. Um two, you're also one of the few games that you sell your standard and your legendary ver- uh, version at the same time, and the legendary version is literally just you have a different cover and you get like an extra 5,000 V-Bucks or whatever the hell V-Bucks is Fortnite, my bad. Yeah. Um, VC coins or some shit. Yeah. It's something like that. VC coins. So yeah. then, now, your game's already stale, but now, you're gonna put unskippable advertisements. Like, when we say we want the real basketball experience, <laughs> we don't think we're actually watching the fucking game on TV. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to sit there and be like, oh, okay, commercial break i'm gonna go <laughs> grab a drink or something no i'm the controller's in my hand i'm the player stop stop giving me advertisements i can't skip the I'm guys in the game need a break the character they need pause like to take a button. water break you know pause button. there was a timeout option in the game you can manually put timeout there's ads right there right there uh, Which is, I think it's going to be interesting, because isn't 2K21 also coming to next gen? Yeah, it's, it's you pay $60 now, $70 for the next gen version. And so loading times are going to be basically nothing, so what are they going to do with their ads? That's their loading times. Yeah, but like, we're not going to have much loading time if, if everything we've been seeing is correct. He's got a point. Loading times to justify the ads, or worse, or worse, or worse. You see the loading bar at the bottom screen, and it's done. You see the game is loaded, but the ad is finished. Yeah, just keeps going. There is a game. (laughs) Oh, now I want them to do that. I want them to do both. Put the loading bar and the ad. I can't remember what game it was. But there is a game out right now this gen that they made the loading screens longer because they were too short. And I don't remember what game it was. If anyone who's listening remembers, please let me know. Um, and I will bring it up on the next podcast. But there is a game out that they were like, the loading screens, the loading times were literally what? too short. So they accepted. Wasn't it Ghost of Tsushima? Is it? I think it was Ghost of Tsushima. It was, I think it was too. And I was like, that is. No, it was game. because I think, what I think, because I think one of their, like, their, their explanations about it was like, 
it was too short, but also it didn't give players enough time to read the tips on screen. Mm, that's what it was, yes. Which makes sense. That's what it was. Well, that's crazy, too, because I'm hearing that the PS5 version of Ghost of Tsushima, the loading time is supposed to be, like, almost insta- oh, instantaneous. Yeah, instantaneous, yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, so one yeah. more thing that I want to bring up before we move on to uh, Council Casters is that Cyberpunk 2077 has full lip sync for every character all in dubbed in all 10 languages. That's insane. I understand now why this game took so long to make. That yeah, is, no one else is doing that. Like, no one else is doing it. When I when I read that, I was like, that is unfeasible. Like how to me? You, yeah, to me that surpasses what they did with Spider Man for 2018. Because for those who don't know, in Spider Man in Spider Man for PS4, they almost all of like Yuri Lo, Yuri Lowenthal. Ah, wow, let me try that again. Yuri Lowenthal had to record almost all of his lines twice because he had to do a take where he's just like, you know, holding still or just like walking. And he had to do a take for a line when he's as swinging as Spider-Man or in the middle of a fight. One where he's loud, of course, while he's fighting because there's loud, loud, loud stuff going happening. And then while he's quiet, like, so they had almost two, two lines, almost every single line done twice. That was crazy to me when I heard that. So the fact that this is getting lip sync in like, how many languages did you say? Ten. Ten. Ten yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of motion capture and whatnot. If that's what they're using, that's yeah. that's crazy. That's insane. I I was like, wow, this wow, this game is gonna be something else, whether you're interested in it or not. And I know that it's very divisive so far. So we shall see. The other thing that I wanted to talk about, last thing before console casters, I know that I keep saying this, last thing for real is uh, Alex Hutchinson. True, um. Uh. Oh, him. <laughs> Ooh, let me bag on this dude. Oh, yeah, I'm roast this man. Go, go, go. He is the creative director at Google Stadia. And uh, actually, Gabe, would you like to read his tweet? Yes, I would. Oh, when I bring God. it up, give me like two seconds. I'm going to read it. No. Wait. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, I got it. There we go. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a it was a threaded tweet. So there's two tweets. The first tweet says streamers worried about getting their content pulled because they used music they didn't pay for should be more worried by the fact that they're streaming games they didn't pay for as well. It's all gone as soon as publishers decide to enforce it. Tweet number two. The real truth is the streamers should be paying the developers and publishers of the games they stream. They should be buying a license like any real business and paying for the content they use. Before we keep talking about this, I just want you to know Alex Hutchinson is the creative director at Google Stadia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Google Stadia. Oh <laughs> Google freaking Stadia. Who I I I, I gen- actually I'm gonna ask this on Twitter later tonight. I want to know how many of the people that listen to us are just random people. Who the hell plays Google Stadia? It did not. When matter. you figure out how to get your own stupid little thing to work. Worry about the rest of the gaming world, my guy. So, also, uh-huh. you're bald. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm done. I'm anyway, done. I, I needed to make fun it? of him. Really quick. I thought you had There's more. There's nothing wrong with being bald. <laughs> I do have. I've considered it. He went for a little bit more of a personal. Angle. Yeah, that was like a personal attack, bro. Come uh, on, it's a personal angle. I get it, yeah, Kelly. But realistically, his point is just. Like, I understand what he's trying to say, but I think that what he did not think of, because, I mean, maybe, you know, too much air on his head from being bald, um, 
he like there's a reason that developers don't want to enforce or publishers don't want to enforce streamers paying more because they won't do it the reason that we have like among us i'm gonna use that as a really prime example because that game came out in 2017 okay it's only five dollars on steam it's free on mobile without that game being played by streamers no one would care like that game was not coming back on its own on its own merits until some big person streamed it and now it's back in a huge way it's so popular everyone cares now the same with like a bunch of games like phasmophobia got popular because so many people were playing it on twitch i bought it because we were playing on twitch like if you are gonna have a take like this which is trash I mean, at least, like, have it make sense. Like, why would the publisher enforce it on people that are pretty much free advertisements for their games? Literally. On sites, on streamers. That's, like, the point of streaming. You're you're getting people to play the game, and they watch you. Yes. You know, um, that is literally one of the best ways to get advertisement for your games. Like, this is the reason we have PR marketing for video games. Like, this is why we have... um, people that stream games like uh, Sony uh, Sony uh, uh, Square Enix is really you know one of the one of the companies that will reach out to certain uh, streamers just to get them to play their games uh, we get impressions of video games because that's what we're interested in are you guys laughing at my cat no I was laughing I was actually laughing at the replies to his tweet oh okay <laughs> like oh. it's pretty good they're, oh, yeah. they're he's good. Got some, he's got some good replies I was I was gonna su- supply to that yeah the the reason why games work better for like streaming or stream and streamers playing them thusly is because games are as a medium of course it's possible to watch someone play a game and have fun but games in their own are like meant to like be played so if you watch someone play a game and then you see them having a good time with said game then you'll and if it's a game that looks like it might catch your interest you're more inclined to be like oh wow I want that game for myself I want to play it I can tell you right now the Last of Us, the first Last of Us, which ended up being my favorite game of 2013 and my favorite PS3 game in, in general, I had no interest in it before it actually came out. Then I watched YouTubers that I watched regularly play it, and I saw them play the game. It sold me more on that game than any pre-release footage ever did. I saw, I was like, oh, wow, this is really good. Ooh. Then I bought it like two days after their part one playthrough because I was just so into it. And I'll give you another example. This is not a personal example, but this is an example in general. The Yakuza series would be dead without Let's Players because that series was struggling for a while in the West. Like, it made it all the way to four, and there was just no interest, no interest. Then a group of uh, Let's Players and streamers also started doing that game, and then more games started coming out and like, a limited release. But then a lot of people were buying those limited releases, and people were starting, and then, you know, they were finally starting to release more collections. Now Yakuza's big. Yakuza's really big. There's a lot of people on Twitter or other social media that's talking about that series, Complete. That's a series that was completely saved in the West by streamers slash let's players. So it's it's so ignorant of uh, of everything to just say that having that stream that streaming games hurts the industry because there's so many examples for me personally and just in general that you see out there of people that wouldn't have have any interest in a game if they didn't see someone else playing it. It's advertisement, like you guys said. It's free advertisement. Um, tech. Technically, I mean, if you think about it. In a way, the streamers are paying the developers because advertisement, someone's going to go out and buy the game. Yeah. So technically, that's 60 or however, you know, I keep saying 60 because that's the base price for most games now. 
that's sixty bucks in the developer's pocket right there. So um, even a, even a really bad game that a per, that a let's player streamer is clearly not enjoying will get sold by people yeah. watching that. I'm gonna say something that Please you go. guys may not agree with. Oh, <gasps> and I'm oh, not brother. bald before I say this. Uh, <laughs> so I think that maybe he didn't properly say what he meant. Hear me out, though. Devil's advocate, go for it. I'm gonna try to make it. Too late to delete the tweet, though. Uh, It is too late to delete the tweet. So uh, I I kind of understand what he's saying, right? So when he says that we should be more worried by the fact that um, we're streaming games that we didn't pay for, it's all gone as soon as publishers decide to enforce it. That is not wrong. As soon as a publisher decides to stop uh, working with you on their, or excuse me, rather, it's it's the same argument with digital licensing, right? So anytime that we buy a digital game, and we've seen that happen before, anytime that you buy a digital game, if if the developer or if the publisher goes away and you can't access that game anymore, I think it was Lego Harry Potter. I, I don't remember. There was a list of games where you, if you bought them digitally, you can't play them anymore. That is a thing that happens, you know, and that, not that Lego is, Harry Potter. Uh, okay, sorry, it wasn't Lego Harry Potter. Thank you. It is definitely not, but it was uh, in the same year, I think, as that game. Uh, whatever. The point is, there are games that you can't play right now because, um, you know, someone decided to not support that game anymore. You cannot download it anymore. Um, you can't delete it anymore. If it's gone, it's gone forever. Right. So that that's one of the things that we have an issue with when we talk about digital licensing. So that's that is, I think, part of what he's saying. But the other part of what he's saying that I think he is not saying very well is that when you are streaming a game. okay, so uh, uh, let's let's take music, for example, if he's talking about music, Mm -hmm. when you're streaming music, the artist gets paid every time you stream that music. When you're streaming a game, the game developers and publishers do not get paid every time you stream that video game. Essentially, their revenue is going to come from hopefully people buying it by watching them, which is why I think people are all like, yo, what you're saying is stupid. But at the same time, he's technically not wrong, because if me, like when Kelly streams Phasmophobia, the developers don't get paid every time she streams it, right? But if she's streaming a song while playing it, that artist is going to get revenue from that song being streamed. But mm-hmm. when you're playing a game, you're playing it. Like a music, it, a music, a song is meant <laughs> to be listened to. So yeah. if you listen to it, obviously they're getting paid. But if you're just watching me play Phasmophobia, you're not playing Phasmophobia. Yeah. But I'm playing. I bought the game. You're just watching. Yeah. Like a TV show, that's all that you're getting is a watch experience. So obviously, if you're streaming that, it would be illegal, like because of copyright and like you said, licensing or like a song. If I hear it, you should like someone should be getting paid. But with a game, like if you're just watching me, you're not getting the experience of the game. You're just Mm -hmm. watching it. There are more things to it. So like I said, I don't really think that you would need a license to stream it because it's not only visual content. Mm -hmm. It's like, actually, I'm playing the game the way that I play. So I'm part of it. They're watching my part of it. They're only watching the visuals and maybe the sound from the game, but there's so many more parts technically to it that they're not controlling the entire experience, like with a show or with a 
No, I, you know, yes, I cannot disagree with that. It is a different experience. Uh, video games are a different personal experience. So you technically are going to get more out of watching someone play a game than you would, say, listening to a stream of a song. I mean, even if that was what he was trying to say, everything you just broke down, it's still stupid. Well, yeah, I mean, I still think it's a trash take because people want their games played. Like I said, yeah. there would be none of these games would be getting like you're paying the developers when you buy the game. Yeah, comparing music and games is like comparing apples to oranges. It's just it doesn't like when I buy music, I'm not the one singing it. But when I'm playing the game, I already spent my money on that game. Yeah. It's my game. Well, realistically, until they pull it from you. Well, people were also saying that Twitch should actually be paying some of these licenses and stuff rather than streamers because it makes so much money. That's another angle that people are going for. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's just so when he says the real truth is, is uh, streamers should be paying the developers and publishers the game they stream. They should be buying a license like any real business and paying for the content they use. I think that okay, this guy is the creative director of Stadia, and so for Stadia, everything is digital, right? So everything mm-hmm. relies on licensing and uh, you know working with publishers. And if 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 you are working at Stadia and people are streaming. Um, for free games that they purchased. First of all, yeah, whatever. I'm gonna stop trying to, trying to, trying to, trying to defend him. Yeah, this same guy, mind you, uh, four hours ago said he was gonna stream Fall Guys, which isn't on Stadia. So, <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know. Well, the money he's made from Stadia, he should, you know, pay Fall Guys to stream their game. But hey, that's that's not my business. What money? I knew yeah. it. I knew someone was gonna say it. <laughs> I needed I needed someone to finish the joke. <laughs> I was I was not gonna be me. Anyway, so moving on to our console caster segment. As just, you guys, mm-hmm. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, Are you I'm reading more looking, comments? I'm looking at his tweets now and like all of his other tweets have like this one has like two likes. And then like he like says something bad and like it's just like people are just like, fuck you. Yeah, I think it's always He's getting a bad ratioed take. hard. It's Twitter. It's it's always a bad take when you're going against like the public you know we've purchased this game and you're trying to tell us that like we have to pay um every time that we play a game that we own that we purchase which is always a bad bad look anyway moving on to our console caster segment we have brandon who is the nintendo um so you guys all have nicknames that i forgot so i'll say nicknames i forgot him so i'll say him next time anyway so we have brandon who's representing nintendo gabe who's representing now it's too late playstation and kelly who's representing xbox i can't say just one though do you have all of them? Okay, go ahead, please. We never decided on mine. Well, well can't do it now. We're running out of time. Well, we can't. All right. Sorry. Uh, Ruined anyway, again. so we have the three of you guys that are working. Kelly's like, what is going on? I have no idea what a nickname. Well, I can tell you yours. Yours is Xbox Expert because it works. I was like, oh, Xbox Expert. Yeah, I like you know, that. I was okay. like, I need some alliteration for the nicknames. Xbox Expert okay. is the easiest one, and it works so well. So you're Xbox Expert. Uh, so yeah, for our console casters, find out minds and gates. Yes, for our console caster segment, I want to talk all about the launch lineup. So the first thing that I'm going to say is, as of this recording, the Xbox is 18 days away. It's so close, and the <laughs> PS5 is 20 days away. Also, really, really close. Also, got to request time off. I keep forgetting. Um, but we are so close. We're only a few weeks away from next gen. I'm sorry, Gabe. I saw the 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 head shake. I I we're working on getting you a no, PS5. No, my plans already. Look, He's you the think PS5 I'm kidding? My plans, my plans already in action. 
I have two plans of action. Punch the kid at GameStop walking out with the new PS5 box. Or the video, the TikTok I sent you earlier. Oh my god. Oh, anyway, so with so little time from uh, between now and the release of these consoles, I wanted to take a look at the launch lineup for all of them. So Brandon, um, obviously Nintendo does not have a launch lineup, but I'm going to ask you to tell us what games are coming to both. Kelly's going to tell us what's coming to Xbox, and Gabe's going to tell us what coming what's coming to PS5. Uh, so yeah, Brandon, if you don't mind kicking it yeah, off. There's the list. Okay, so yeah, the ones that are new on both consoles, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Cyberpunk 2077, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War and Just Dance 2021 is uh, the ones that are on both consoles. That seems like so little. Just Dance is going to be on Xbox? It, that, Brandon can tell you that Just Dance is always on Just every Dance console. Ever. Last year, last year, Just Dance 2020, they had a Wii version yeah. of Just Dance Yeah, literally last year. I always thought it was just Switch. a PlayStation thing. No. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh no. They get all the money from all the Dance- well, Dance Central was only Xbox, right? Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. So I thought Just Dance was place. Okay, but okay. Poor Dance Central is just gone, just forever. Yeah. So there's also for third party games releasing on both consoles. There's also these games which are um, not new, uh, which include Fortnite, um, Devil May Cry Five Special Edition. Call oh, you said Call of Duty Dirt Five, Man Eater, Planet Coaster, Warhammer. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate Edition, and I think you said For Honor already? No. Okay, I, I said For Honor. For Honor is coming to next gen? You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> so, that's it. Uh, as far as both consoles uh, for for launch lineup, uh, as Brandon mentioned, that's what, only four brand new titles that are coming out for both? Yeah, completely um, new for both those four. Who? Okay. Now, before we go on to what's exclusive, how are you guys feeling about just four brand new games? That seems like a little. It's expected. Realistically, For- though, how many games can you really play? I mean, uh, I like, I feel both. like that list or something for everyone, you know? For those four, yeah, honestly, because there's a lot of people playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and there's a lot of people who are... If, if there's a new next-gen version of an Assassin's Creed game... They will not settle for the old console version. Like the Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag was like only had slight improvements on next gen over its other ones. But there are people who would refuse to play Black Flag if they didn't get that crisp PS4 Xbox One version. They're not going to go to PS3 when there's a PS4 version right there. Yeah, I, I, I just um no, it, it is it is expected. There's not a huge launch lineup when uh, uh, usually ever. But even going into like. <sighs> the end of this year, it seems real lacking. Obviously, it's not including Nintendo stuff, so, you know, we don't have, like, Hyrule Warriors and all that great stuff, but... Mm. And there are a lot that are gonna... that are releasing at launch, which was the list that Brandon was saying earlier that might be coming to both later. Mm-hmm. Just at launch, they're on one or the other, like the Bugsnacks, Godfall, and the Pathless. Like, I'm not exactly sure. Well, it says that they're not exclusives, I guess. Well, okay. Yeah, they're not going to be console exclusive. No, wait, Bugsnacks and Godfall are going to be exclusive. Yeah, they're they're both exclusive. Okay. Um, would you like to, Kelly? Can you tell us about the Xbox Series X first party and third party games coming? Okay, sure. Um, so Forza Horizon Four 
is coming, which I'm pretty excited about. Those games are really fun. Like really driving dirty. around aimlessly. Yeah, and honestly, that's what I do in GTA V. Just they're literally the Final Fantasy of Xbox. Yeah, it, it, it's good. Uh, it's fun too. Those I'm sorry, just- Brandon, because I see you're making the face. What I mean is that Forza is the game that is used to display the new graphics on the graphics yeah. on the yeah, new system. Can- yeah, that's Final sure. Fantasy that's sure. usually is the same thing I- where it's like. Yeah. Graphics yeah, Force games always look gorgeous, most definitely. They're, yeah, they're definitely, they look so real, too. I mean, I don't know how they can get possibly more real Even than better, a right? car, <laughs> yes. but okay, whatever. Um, maybe they'll just have um, different, like, um, settings, so that could probably look better, I guess. Um, so on Xbox Series X, the first party is going to be Gears 5, Gears Tactics, Grounded, yes, and Ori and the Will of the Wisps. But I feel like Grounded because it's already in early access, like, we already have had it for a while. Okay, I'm all right. It's launching, but it's like already out pretty much. Um, but um, so the third party exclusives are going to be Bright Memory 1.0, uh, Cuisine Royale, Dead by Daylight, which I'm guessing that will come to PS5 later because that seems like I don't think Xbox is going to have the exclusive <laughs> on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Enlisted, Evergate, King Oddball. Manifold Garden, Tetris Effect Connected, I'm guessing it's a Tetris game, uh, yeah. The Tourist, The Falconeer, War Thunder, is it Yakuza or Yakuza? Yeah. Yakuza. Okay, okay, like Yakuza, a dragon. And, honestly, it's one of them. Yes. <laughs> yes, you know what, honestly. I've okay, I, I, I don't know. Uh, and yes, you're graced. So those will be out, releasing at launch for the Xbox. Uh, so the fir- just for anyone who's listening, the first, uh, what, five was it? Forza, Gears, Goose Tactics, Granted, and Ori are the only ones that are coming, um, first party games that are coming to Series X, right? Yeah, the first party games, um, And for anyone who has not checked it out, Kelly actually played uh, Early Access for Grounded and has a review up on hpcritical.com, so definitely check it out if you haven't already. Um, spoiler alert, she really liked it. Uh, so Gabe... Can you tell me really, all? Re- yes. really quick before I read the PS5 ones, in case you need to understand my hate for NBA 2K even more, oh NBA God. 2K21 only has a free next-gen update upon purpose of the Mamba Forever Edition, oh, yeah, which is the, the more extra, the more expensive, expensive one. one. Yeah, That's a that's, little bit. That's anyway, um, the first By game... The way, I also with... apologize for stealing your thunder on the PS5 third parties. <laughs> <laughs> I was unclear in the directions. That's my fault. Um, the first party, uh, launch release, I said that wrong, whatever, the the game's coming from first party on launch for PlayStation 5 or Astro's Playroom, Demon Souls, can't wait, Destruction All-Stars, Marvel Spider-Man Remastered, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, and Sackboy, A Big Adventure. Now, I will note there is, uh, two asterisks next to Marvel Spider-Man Remastered, and that means... Marvel Spider-Man Remastered is only purchasable as part of the Ultimate Edition of Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. Almost as bad as NBA 2K21, huh? If I didn't have the game already on PS4, I would have been pissed. Um, <laughs> yeah, but then if you don't, if you, it's not cross a cross save, and if you don't buy this version, you won't get all the extra stuff, right? And that's why I'm not buying. Whatever. Next, uh, the third party <laughs> console exclusive launch games are for PS5 or Bug Snacks, Godfall, and The Pathless. That is a much shorter list than the ones over at Xbox. So, uh, quick yeah. first question that I want to ask is: uh, 
Do you guys think that next gen needs a big launch lineup? Yes or no, and why? Or why no. not? I think I think it's important for it to have like um I think when it comes to launch games, what's more important is the quality of the games and the quantity. Obviously quantity is important for a launch games because if someone's buying a new console, you want to have a lot of options right off the bat, right? So but it's nothing if all those games are just like launch like if they're games that you would only buy because they're launch games, that's honestly not the greatest to be to be perfectly honest there's been like some really good launch games like uh going to the switch like it had breath of the wild at launch and that's still uh, that's a that's a great game regardless of whether it had come out of the switch's launch or not and i think there's a few on both sides that are that are of a good quality but of course variety is important because not everyone plays every single game like even the best game out there in the world may not be for every single person so it's 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 kind of a balancing act in that but one thing that both consoles do get a little pass for this time around that not all they don't always get is the fact that they do have the backwards compatibility. And this time, their backwards compatibility improves their existing games that they already had on both consoles. Yeah. So if someone's if someone was thinking that it was in the mind to already get a new console and they're getting it, but they necessarily maybe maybe they only had one game that they wanted to play on the new next gen console. They can look forward to playing, if it's a PlayStation 5, they can look forward to playing all of their old PS4 games that are uh, now going to look a lot better. And then for the Xbox, you can get the smart delivery to get like the improved version right then and there. So it's a lot easier for them to uh, get away with it this time. It still should be some quality launches in there. I think there are some quality launches there, but it definitely could be better. There's been stronger launch lineups, but I don't think it's terrible. I, I I agree with you. I think that it is a quality over quantity. Uh, and I, I also agree. I would have brought up the same point that this backwards compatibility, this generation really makes up for it. Because I remember mm. when I got a PS4, I literally had nothing to play. Like I, I had Resogun. And I was like, oh, wow. Resogun is a good example of a game that you get because it's a launch game. I don't think it was necessarily a terrible game or a bad game. Yeah, but it's very sure. much a game that a lot of people would it's a game that a lot of people would have skipped if it came out like a year after the PS4 launched. Yeah, I literally only played it because it was the only game to play. So it's really cool to know that because I still have a huge PS4 back backlog, so it's really cool to know that those are available. Next question is comparing the Let's actually, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Why not? Let's compare the first party games releasing at launch for Xbox and PlayStation. Who's the winner and why? Ooh, comparisons. Let me have a look at this list. Uh, Those are the ones that Gabe mentioned. We have Astro's Playroom, Demon's Souls, Destruction, All-Stars, Marvel's Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and Sackboy Big Adventure versus Forza Horizon 4, Gears 5, Gears Tactics, Grounded, and Ori, and the Will of the Wisps. And the reason I do this is because Xbox has been really pushing um, Game Pass with first-party titles that are coming, and they really took a hit with not having Halo Infinite as a launch title, unfortunately. It was one of the ones that I was really looking forward to. So um, I'll just go first really quick. I don't think, unfortunately, without Halo Infinite, I don't think any, any of these games can stand up to the hype that is Miles Morales. Or Demon yeah. Souls. I'm I'm completely I'm in a complete agreement. Like they're both like of those of that list that you just said, they're both pretty solid. But yeah, Halo Infinite was that killer launch it was game, the game for this. Yeah. It really was. Again, I, I I think I've said it on a previous podcast, but I do give them credit for delaying the the game. Oh, for sure. Um, to make sure it's good when it clearly was like a very important release for them. Mm-hmm. Because boy, boy, 
that would that would have changed the whole tables, at least in my opinion. Um, I I think that Grounded would have had a chance if it weren't if it was going access. to be a launch title. Yeah. What? I was gonna say if it wasn't early access. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if it w- if it was gonna actually just be released with lo- at launch, I think it could compete because it yes. looks good. It's got a lot of like the merit. It's something new. I mean, there's been Spider-Man games, you know, but like Grounded was like something new, like giant bugs and mm-hmm. spiders, and you're tiny. Like it was like fresh. It looked good, but it's out in early access, so now it doesn't feel new anymore. Yeah. And then so that's already hit against it, and then. Also, it's not going to be out until July next year? No, it came out July this year. I don't even know when it's going to be released. Is there even a release date? Um, there might not be. It should be soon, being a launch title for the um, Series X. I wonder. It's just... And, you know, Grounded, I think, is a really good example, because Grounded could have gone... You know, Ori and the Will of the Wisps is not new, right? That one's no, the it's, older one. It's, it's been on Xbox like, yeah. if that It's were even on new, Switch now. Yeah, if that were new, you know, that could go up against Sackboy, for example. Um, but, and even Grounded, Grounded could go up against Sackboy and Ori could go up against, you know, Astro's Playroom. Um, but Gears 5, I mean, it's another Gears game. Gears Tactics is not my thing. Force is going to be beautiful. Grounded is the good game there. And then, you know, Ori is the old game. So it's... Yeah, but... so it's coming out day of the series X the, the as well. Launch, so yeah. that's the launch date, yeah. I mean I guess I should have, you know, from reading releasing at launch, but <laughs> yeah. And it. then, you know, PlayStation also has Bug Snacks and Godfall as well. Um and nothing on the list over at Xbox that I see um is, you know, a comparison for either of those brand new titles either. Wee! But I'm done. Um, what about those? I'm sorry. I was like, because look, so here's the thing, though. I'm super excited for the Series X and I can't wait for Game Pass and I can't wait for these series, uh, the, the studios that they purchased to really start kicking in and kicking it up with these first party games like that is what I'm looking forward to. And all the games that I read on my list from a previous podcast, none of them are coming out yet. But when they do, I'll have them on Game Pass. So I'm still excited. I'm just like, what am I taking the day off for? Right? And it's clearly going <laughs> to yeah. be Miles Morales and Demon Souls and Astro's Playroom and Grounded. It, because I haven't played it. That will be like, do you think you'll play all of those at launch? Like, do you think you need all of those games that week? Uh, yes and no. Okay. No, I don't think so, because, I mean, it's a lot of games that, obviously, I'm not going to finish on time. Yeah. But yes, because I think there is a lot to be said for being a part of the conversation for brand new consoles, right? It's like Christmas. So yeah. when I log on to Twitter, I know everyone's going to be talking about Demon Souls. I know everyone's going to be talking yeah. about Miles Morales. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I just played Ori again. And uh, <laughs> Grounded is no longer in early access, so I can tell you what's new. Uh, or, hey, I'm also playing my huge backlog of PS4 games, but I, I, I do think, yeah, there's definitely something to be said about being a part of that next-gen conversation. So that's why I say yes and no. So, uh, would I, would I buy all of these day one and play a little bit of them and see what sticks and play through it? Hell yeah. Would I finish them all and be able to talk about all of yeah. Probably not. Oh, that's unrealistic. No. <laughs> that's completely yeah, unrealistic. That's the one. <laughs> that's completely unrealistic. I'll just jump back to Breath of the Wild because I probably still won't do that. 
Um, you need to be done with that game before November 20th. And well, all of these come out before November 20th, so I still I can jump back to Breath of the Wild. Anyway, I think PlayStation kind of cheated with their uh, with their games at launch. Um, they stuck in Marvel Spider-Man Remastered. To me, that's a cheat game. Yeah, I agree. I wouldn't have put that in the list, but yeah, I think PlayStation wins the launch titles at this point. And I'm being completely biased because Demon Souls is there. I mean, that's a that's a bit that is a big one. Miles Morales is mine is mine. Like Miles Morales is the main reason I wanted oh, no. a PS5 at launch. Yeah, for sure. For for a lot for a majority of PlayStation Five players, the big game is going to be Miles Morales. But sure. yeah, as we've been seeing over the past couple of days, I like to torture myself with very hard games. Oh yeah, and yeah Demon yeah. Souls like. I get to torture myself in 4K. Who doesn't want to do that? Like, <laughs> yes. Yes. Torture. And also, I will have to say, Astro's Playroom, like, I've played Little Big Planet, so I'm familiar with Sackboy. That's a very fun platforming game. Like, it's so well done. But Astro's Playroom is, it's kind of like, I've played the VR version on the PS4, and it's like, it, I'm saying this very, very loosely it's almost like playstation's mario party in the sense where it's like it's literally a game you play just to have fun and you get to play with other people Ash's playroom is is playstation's um wii sports it is like this is what the console does this is what the controller does this is what the haptic feedback feels like that's what that is yeah but it's also like for the younger the younger people it's uh, not younger people for the younger kids it's a very fun game like I played it and I'm well over eighteen <laughs> am I gonna get my age oh my God. <laughs> I was like what's the, we're just like I'm well over, over what five like what's I'm going well over ten yeah let me just throw away my pinwheel hat. <laughs> You know what, the next podcast, I'm actually, I'm gonna come dressed as a kid. I'm gonna have yeah, like, I'm gonna have overalls on, oh. a pinwheel hat. Can we wear costumes it's next week? It'll be uh, Halloween, right? It'll be before, right before yeah, Halloween. But I, yeah, I, yeah, sure. Find something. Please, let's do it. I don't have I any can't costumes. Believe we though, just committed to Naruto. this. <laughs> you just you dressed up as a kid. That's your costume. Or yeah, Naruto. That's fine too. <laughs> I've done Naruto three years in a row already. I can't. Hey, podcast viewers hey, haven't, I seen, haven't it. seen it. Yeah, podcast viewers haven't seen your Naruto. It doesn't have to be your Halloween costume. It can be just your podcast costume. You know, content. That is true. Yeah, but yeah, I I definitely feel like PS Five won the launch titles. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Halo but really hurt. I agree too. But it's not all about launch titles. So we'll see um how the how the console it's, goes over. Well, yeah, I I see. Let me let me just uh, let me just piggyback off that real quick. Um, I used to roll my eyes anytime a, a company would be use the term launch window instead of launch title. Yeah. But I've 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 come to really appreciate the the uh, the value of launch window games as opposed to launch title because, like Kelly was saying, you can't play every single good launch title game at launch. You could play dabble a little bit just to be part of the conversation, like Jarrell said, but you're not going to finish all of them. That's yeah. why I actually, like Switch, in my opinion, had one of the best launch windows in my opinion, because they came out with Breath of the Wild. That's a great launch game. <laughs> you can just play that and be good for a while. And then the next month, you had your Mario Kart. And then the month after that, you had Splatoon 2. And then after that, ARMS, blah, blah, blah. It just kept it kept going. Like, there was a big game every month that first year. That first year was magical. Switch. I have to disagree with that. 
I laugh because Brandon somehow made this Xbox versus PlayStation conversation into a Switch conversation. Yeah, that's like it works. He's the Tinder guy. It works. Okay, what was, what, was, what, was, what, was, what was your disagreement? You, you had some. Um, look, I love Nintendo. I love The Legend of Zelda. Uh-huh. It was the only I'm okay with Mario, launch, but I don't think they had the strongest they launch window. I think it was really was bad. bad. It was bad. I, I they, yeah, had, they had it was I like the big names. The big names were Breath of the Wild, obviously, which again, I'm a I'm a Zelda fan. I did my research on the damn game. That was supposed to be a Wii U game. It was. And that's why it was so good because well, not because it was coming oh Wii U, but because it was developed <laughs> as like the swan song of like a console. <laughs> That, ended, that just happened to come to launch. But, but my, I'll move past that. Whatever. Yes, but yeah, go. they had Breath of the Wild. They had Odyssey, and then Mario Kart doesn't count. It Mario doesn't, Kart, as a matter of fact, Mario a Kart lot of those games no. don't count because they are no, 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 literally no, 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 no. Hold all up, hold just up, hold ports. Up. They do count, and I'll They're tell you why they count. They're literally all ports. Mario Kart Eight Deluxe may not be a new game, but it still came out in the launch window, and it is still the number one selling game on Switch and it's right still now. A port. It's still a port, but it sold well. Fine, that's, if that's if that counts, people bought that's it. Why I'm not talking Man about quality or where and when it came out. It I'm doesn't... talking about people bought a switch and bought that. And I it's would also add that other people, didn't have, people didn't have Wii U, so they bought Mario Kart Eight as like it's their first way of playing title. that game. Well, I mean, you can't really go by how many people buy things because look how many people bought No Man's Sky. I'm oh one my god! That's <laughs> different. Go... No Man's Sky I... now is the same game it was when it launched. Yeah. Uh, you can't look. I I I'm actually gonna agree with Gabe for once in my life. I I think a lot of and even the first year of Switch was just a lot of ports, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I think Mario Kart Eight on the Switch is great. I was hoping that we would get something cool like a new Double Dash or some shit with the Switch. Exactly. Um, but it was just a port, and that's a lot happy. of what they gave like, us has yeah, just been ports. I wasn't saying the games were bad. I'm just saying. So I would not include them as launch titles because yeah, I, I, like again, like it's uh, like if we did that, we would literally have to include Spider Man, Marvel Spider Man remastered as a launch title for PS Five. Yeah, and I and I'm not counting that because that's not fair. But um, I, and to be fair, I'm I'm, I'm gonna play one last devil because you're absolutely right. The difference was with with like all these ports is that like. A lot of people had a PS4, so this, so re, I, I agree with Remaster being a cheat because a lot of PS, it was, the Spider-Man PS4 is like one of the best-selling games that, on that system. Absolutely, no one had a Wii U at all. All these, all these Switch games. I know that. I know that. I know that. I know there's a huge technicality, but like these are like new-ass games to like most people who have the Switch. Doesn't make it a new game just because it's new to a lot of people. I agree. It doesn't. I'm just saying. <laughs> Brendan is fighting for Nintendo right now. <laughs> I appreciate I it. Anyway, it yeah, for for most people who bought a Switch, that's all I'm saying. Oh, almost dropped my water. And with that, my dogs are getting restless, so we're gonna end this podcast. Thank you guys for talking to me for another week. Oh. Uh, <laughs> come back next week where we're gonna be dressed up for Halloween for a cool Halloween episode. We got some hopefully pl- fun things planned. It's gonna be all about spook- spooky stuff, and of course, we're gonna continue console casters. Um, anyway, thank you guys for hanging out with me. I hope you guys enjoy our uh, video cast along with the podcast. Make sure you watch us, also listen to us, and uh, like, subscribe, rate us, all that great stuff. Thank you for everyone who continues to listen and I'm a uh, go handle my dog castle bye everybody good night